All right, this is episode three of the Collar and Elbow Tie-Up podcast. We've been gone for a while. Colin and Tim were back previewing WrestleMania 35 this weekend. I'm calling this the hashtag justice for Asuka edition of the podcast. <laughs> um, we can start with the women because they're sure. going to be headlining. Yep. Uh, obviously, Asuka got bumped down to the Women's Battle Royal, which I think is a shame because I think she's underrated. It is. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair... Becky Lynch in the main event uh, for the Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown Women's Championship. Right. Um, it's history. I love to see that. First ever women's main event. Yes. Um, I don't think Ronda Rousey, I mean, she's there for the attraction. Oh, she's, yeah. She's not that great of a worker, in my opinion. And um, I think all signs are pointing to Becky going over in this match. I think that makes sense as well. Uh, I'm a little higher on Becky or on uh, Ronda than you, I think, but also I'm not sure it really matters that much because I think Ronda may be on her way out just by the way she's uh, been been talking online and been talking in promos and stuff. I know uh, we're probably being worked, brother, or something like that, but um, I mean, it just seems like she might be uh, done with the company very soon. But yeah, Becky uh, absolutely should go over they've been building this up for how long i mean since late 2018 sometime around SummerSlam, that's when this build started and they're going to unify the belts at least i would uh, assume so i don't know why they'd have one woman carry around two belts forever so uh yeah looking forward to that match it should be a car crash of a match and uh yeah it's gonna i think it's gonna be a great main event the the online speculation is that the show will end with the four horsewomen in the ring yeah. uh, you know bailey and sasha will retain their titles and I guess Charlotte and Becky are just going to make up on the spot and hug. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, of course. When you, uh, yeah, if, uh, if I guess the way you could do it, Rhonda brings all her, her cronies into the ring and they start beating up Charlotte and, and Becky. And uh, and then all of a sudden everybody's friends because of that. So and I, I guess Ronda would stick around for that. But knowing WWE, they'll probably swerve us and do something different. They'll have Oscar win the championship. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's move on here. We'll highlight some of the bigger matches: Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins for the Universal Title. A again, I'm just not a fan of part timers. No build. Um, no build to this whatsoever. You know. I could see them keeping the title on Brock, but it's just <laughs> like, no. why? Yeah, please why? no. Why? You're getting no mileage out of that. No, he's he he wasn't. That that's what people. It's like Ronda, at least what Ronda was for a while, where people would tune in to see Brock because Brock was so you know he was so amazing to watch the things he did, his physique. Uh, he didn't have to talk that much. Paul Heyman did a great job, still does a great job for that. But yeah, people have gotten sick of it. Uh, just give the belt to Seth Rollins. We don't need a part timer holding that belt anymore. <laughs> Triple H and Batista. I'm glad to see Batista back. Yeah. Um, no skinny jeans this time. That's exactly, an improvement. Exactly. I believe they've got another Saudi Arabia event coming up. Of course they do. So <laughs> I would think Hunter's got to be on that card, so there's yeah. no way he goes out on his back. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think so. There's really no reason for Batista to win unless they have a long-term booking thing in line, and I'm guessing Batista wants to go back and do some more movies, so I can't imagine him wanting to sit around for a long-term storyline. So yeah, uh, Triple H goes over in a match that'll probably go too long, but it'll probably still be really hype. Exactly. Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin in what's been billed as his farewell match. You for never for know. the love of God, have uh, nobody would have said this like three years ago. But exactly. for the love for the love of God, have John Cena interfere, knock out Baron Corbin, and face Kurt Angle. You, you took the words right <laughs> out of my mouth. I think this is this is prime for for that to happen. 
And obviously, considering that John debuted against Kurt Angle, yep, for right. our listeners who might not be uh, yeah. wondering what Back the connection is. Back in 2002, 2003, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Very green and uh, amped up looking John Cena. Now John Cena is a movie star and Kurt Angle is, yeah, uh, I, I think it is his retirement match. I mean, he's, Kurt's a great performer, but he's definitely slowed down. And it's mm-hmm. kind of scary watching him try to do some stuff in the ring that he used to do with, with regular ease. So, but uh, yeah, Baron Corbin bores me. Put John Cena in, please. Uh, Shane McMahon and the Miz false count anywhere That's again. This will be, <laughs> be another spot fest. It's gonna be a car crash. Every um, Shane McMahon match is a spot fest. And the funny thing is, though, the, the Miz is such a competent worker. I mean, he'll he'll he could get uh, a regular wrestling match out of Shane, despite Shane's ugly punches. Right. Um, m- can't wait to to see Miz go over. Hopefully, unless they really want to drag this storyline out, seeing Miz go over should be fun. This is the uh, a match that has the potential to explore the entire arena. Oh, yeah. I mean, by its very nature, yes. falls count anywhere. But I can see them doing bumps off seats, off the canopy, off the stage, which we know is going to be like fifty yeah. feet tall. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's try to set the over under on Shane's height of f- biggest height of fall. I'm going right. to set it at forty five feet. Right. <laughs> um. We won't spend a ton of time on the two battle royals nah. other than to say in the men's battle royal, there's going to be surely some comedy spots with the two SNL guys. Uh, yeah, there's going to be shenanigans. Not and... that I'm going <laughs> to really care. That's no. probably going to be my bathroom break, no, quite Bra- frankly. Uh, Braun Strowman's going to win that match. If he doesn't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see here. We'll we'll skip down to Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston. I'm actually yes. very interested to see where they go with this. Yeah, I am too. Um, one theory that... I saw floated, which is intriguing me more and more. So Kofi Kingston goes through that battle royal on SmackDown, ends up losing in kind of wonky fashion. Then he has his two New Day partners go through. Uh, well, he didn't choose it, but his two New, new Day partners go through their own battle royal, tag team battle royal, and they win. What what could maybe happen is, you know, I would love to see Kofi win, first of all. But what if the, the New Day turns on Kofi because they, you know, we did all the work to get you here and we didn't get a, a title shot? Uh, I mean, that would uh, the New Day gets so much, they, they get so much mileage out of merch for the New Day that I don't know if they'd ever consider breaking them up. But it would be really interesting to see something like that happen. Yeah, you know, I hadn't thought about that. And it's an interesting thought because seeing the new day you know week in and week out i keep thinking to myself how long can they keep up this same yeah, comedy because they've done everything there right. is to do as a tag team i mean they anytime you put them in a feud with anybody i mean produces great matches but it's like okay we've seen this a thousand times already you know it could maybe maybe it's time and kofi obviously has a huge backing as a singles guy absolutely all right last one i want to hit on there's going to be probably close to 18 matches on this yeah, card this is going to be an exhausting card uh, it's going to be an all day affair um AJ Styles and Randy Orton yeah i actually saw this recently at a house show did you um the first half i got to be almost almost bored me to tears sure a lot of rest holds yep. but the second half really picked up I don't agree with, I think it was Mark Henry who said this has the potential to be a main event match. I don't agree with that. I mean, two yeah. great workers. I mean, you can make the argument that AJ Styles is the, the best out there right now. I would. Um, but I think this has the potential to be a really good match. It should be a good match. The thing I would be worried about is they're going to squeeze it for time because of how many matches are on this card. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying about being kind of bored to tears. Heel Randy Orton as a character is amazing. Heel Randy Orton as a wrestler is kind of boring, unfortunately. Right. RKO out of nowhere is about all he's got going for him as a heel wrestler. But uh, obviously Randy can work and AJ is, I think, one of the top five in the world at this point. So as long as they don't squeeze it 
to like an eight, ten minute match, I think it could be a really, really fun match. Because Heel Randy on the mic, he's got this. He's a sadistic. I don't, I don't care. I'm going to yeah. say whatever I want, even yeah. if the office is upset with me, sort of mentality. Yep, right. Which leaves you watching. Uh, what's he going to say next? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's the big uh, appeal with him. The only thing is, you know, and obviously he's a little older. He's not, you know, to retirement age yet. But his move set as a heel is very, you know, it's very. Yeah, I, this is a little bit of an insult, I guess, but it's very Baron Corbin-esque. There's really not, not that much going on with it. It's more character built than anything. All right, so uh, Sunday, Sunday evening, watch it on uh, the pay-per-view, WWE Network, yep. whatever you get. And, Nine, uh, $9.99, $9.99. You'll surely be entertained. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.